Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Introducing the new happiness training video course presented by New York Times bestselling author and podcast host, Christine Carlson of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff series. Based on the early work of Dr. Richard Carlson, this digital course is designed to help people lead better, happier lives. In this five module video course, you'll learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. Get ready to improve your life in all ways, from your career, at home, to your health and well-being, and in all of your relationships. This video course is inspired by the legacy work of Christine's late husband, Dr. Richard Carlson, that has helped millions of people all over the world lead happier, more fulfilling lives. This course will help you stress less and enjoy more. To learn more about Christine's new happiness training video course, Visit happinesstrainingcourses.com. Get happier today for only $19.99. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Hey, before we begin today, we talk about our mindfulness series uh, about self-love and compassion. Let's go ahead and take our golden pause and get ourselves very present in our breath and present in our bodies. So wherever you are, if you can, sit comfortably, either on the floor Indian style or in a chair with your legs uncrossed, in both positions with your palms upright on your lap. And if you are doing something, then just go ahead and use this as a deep breathing exercise. All right, let's begin. As you take a deep breath in, breathe in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of that breath. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let yourself relax and sink in. This time as you breathe in, breathe in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and toes, throughout your whole being, pure golden sunlight. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let go and relax a little bit deeper. This time as you breathe in pure golden sunlight, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart and spend a moment thinking of one thing that you feel grateful for, just one. And as you think of that one thing, that just one thing that you feel so grateful for, allow a feeling of joy to wash over you. And breathing in that golden gratitude allowing joy to wash over you, breathing so deeply to every cell of your being, exhale and letting go, relaxing in, 
Taking one last deep breath, golden gratitude, pure gratitude, filling your heart, filling your mind, filling every part of your being with golden gratitude. Exhale and let go. So today on the podcast, I wanted to um, talk about self-love and compassion as a mindfulness practice. But first of all, I want to um, share with you that self-love over the years has gotten a kind of a bad rap. I mean, it, we kind of think of um, the old way of narcissism, um, you know, looking in the pond and just looking at how beautiful you are and um, thinking of narcissism in that way of self-aggrandizing and so forth. But that is not truly self-love. Self-love is not about narcissism. It's um, not about being self-indulgent or allowing for the ego to hijack your compassion for others in an effort to look out only for yourself, to look out only for number one. That is not self-love. First of all, the opposite about self-love is true. We can go to the airline instruction about what it means to um, put your own oxygen mask on first before assisting either a small child or someone elderly who may not be able to assist themselves sitting next to you, that you take care of yourself so you can, in fact, offer more love and more compassion to others. What we find is that people who have learned the art of self-compassion are more likely to offer kindness and be in their hearts and be in a space of service more than people who are very hard on themselves. This goes back to one of the don't sweat the small stuff principles, which is understanding thought and how thought is related to feeling. So when we think about our thinking and our thinking patterns, that we may get into negative self-talk, might just start out with a single thought, whether you're consciously aware or unconscious of this single thought. Might just turn out to be like a thought like, oh, I shouldn't have done this today. I'm, I'm, that is so bad that I did that today. You know, whenever we um, talk in these terms to ourselves, I should not have, I, I'm bad, or we think in terms of, oh, I did this, that makes me bad, then we start to feel unworthy because why our thoughts are tied to our feelings. It's impossible to feel negatively without thinking a negative thought first. Now, here's something else to think about, about negativity. And that is that we have what's called a negative bias. Now, all negative bias means is that we tend to remember the negative stories from our past more than the positive stories. Isn't that true when you think back and you think about your childhood and the kinds of stories that come up first, unless you've been able to retrain yourself to remember the positive things and think about the positive and think in terms of life with gratitude versus negativity, 
we have a negative bias, a natural um, tendency to think toward the negative. Why? Because in our caveman dwelling days, we needed to use this negative bias to find the negative berry amidst all of the berries that our children might eat or our family could be poisoned by. We find that one that is, is the bad seed, the bad one. Or we remember um, to teach our children the negative stories about safety. In those days, it would have been, um, how do you keep yourself safe from a tiger, for example? Well, your negative bias is what makes you um, fight or flight in safety situations. So, but this is how it works now, is that our negative bias um, can be um, harming to us now because we aren't um, often finding ourselves in these dangerous situations that we needed to avert when we were in um, caveman days. So genetically, we've carried forward this negative bias and, and it impacts us in a negative way. The last thing I'm gonna share about this um, is that um, a lot of times the things that happen to us, they happen, and because we attach ourselves um, to the experience, our ego may attach to that experience, it doesn't all together become self-loving to constantly remind yourself of the negative things that happen. Why? Because it's not self-loving to relive over and over again the negative emotions um, that have impacted you from that story. So it is the stories we tell ourselves about our experiences that matter most to our sense of well-being and to our overall general state of happiness and well-being. So how this relates to mindfulness is that as we offer ourselves through our practice of meditation, through our pause and reflection in life, and we become more consciously aware of our thoughts, we can practice um, how to be more loving by dismissing negative thoughts. So pointing back to our five principles of happiness training in the happiness training course and how it relates to mindfulness, that mindfulness is all about um, self-love and self-compassion so that we may offer compassion to the world, compassion to other people, um, so that we offer kindness. All right, so how do we practice this? Well, going back to practicing your pause, noticing your thoughts, being aware of your thinking, becoming um, aware of the awareness of your thinking. All of this happens through slowing everything down from the inside, from being able to slow down to the speed of life so that you can begin to see your thinking as nothing more than something that is made up as a product of your past experiences, both negative and positive, and remembering that it's our negative bias sometimes 
that um, has impacted us the most. You're not alone. This is what's common. But we can change that. One of the practices in um, mindfulness is called the loving-kindness meditation. I'd love to invite you back to the podcast, to our next part in the series, where I share with you my version of the loving-kindness meditation that will help you with your self-love, self-compassion, and turning that into compassion and love for others. Thank you so much for listening to this third part in the series of our mindfulness series. I want to invite you back to listen some more to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Do you want to lead a better, happier life? Introducing the new happiness training video course. Learn the five principles that will change how you live your life and improve all of your relationships. To learn more about Christine's new happiness training video course, visit happinesstrainingcourses.com. Get happier today for only $19.99.